And I'm Jeff. This is Preview with the Prior. The show where we speculate about the upcoming episode of Better Call Saul. Often incorrectly. Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this week we get it out before the goddamn episode airs. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? God, I suck. <laughs> uh, a couple, a couple things of note. Um, so, uh, those of you with uh, Je- Dave, you don't have your video right now, but Jeff does, and Jeff, you could probably see this car behind me. Yeah. So, uh, since I'm between houses, but I think I'll be able to move into my new house uh, sometime next week. Mm-hmm. But, um, so since the whole time I've been here at Grandma Ruby's farmhouse out in the middle of Kickadonkey, Illinois, um, <laughs> there's, there's like this like weird workbench thing where there's a things are stored on it. Jeff referenced it when he was talking about like the, uh, the Bob Ross painting with like the toaster oven a few weeks ago. And every time we recorded, I would move all this shit, find an extension cord coming from way over that side of the garage to plug in my computer way the back over there. Yeah. And it's high enough to where I was like looking up at the computer, so I would have to hold like my desk microphone in my lap like a regular microphone. Mm. And it was this big, big project to set up to to record, right? Because I, I want to record in the garage so I don't wake up grandma or yeah. the kids or, or or my wife, right? Right. Sure. Uh because um spoiler alert, I'm loud. So <laughs> um <laughs> We uh, know. Today <laughs> Today, I stubbed my toe on a rather large item in the garage, and it's a mm-hmm. really fancy desk that has been sitting here for 15 years, apparently, right next to where I was setting everything else up. <laughs> so, instead of looking at the file cabinet that hasn't been opened in 20 years, <laughs> Jeff, you get to see the car behind me. But there's it's been this a fantastic really, view. This really comfortable desk the entire time, and I've been taking 10 minutes each way to like take everything down and then put everything back to normal every time we've recorded over the past two and a half months. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yay. Yeah. 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 For nothing. Just, uh, it just shows your observance mm-hmm. of things yeah. around you and, mm-hmm. uh, how the, these preview priors go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. 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 All right. Before we get talking about episode, uh, three ten. Titled Lantern, let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into listener correspondence. Listener correspondence. Yeah, by the way, Dave, awesome, <laughs> awesome jingle. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Pretty uh, hilarious yeah. on a drunken night around the old studio slash pub. Yeah, no, it's it was uh it's really well done. I really like it a whole bunch. Yeah. It's uh, super cool. Well, I hope All right. uh, Mad TV doesn't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's parody. It's, under, it's covered under parody law. Uh, I it's pretty much a direct and ripoff. It's, I, but it's not though. It's it's similar. It's similar, but um, true. It, it's it's really not at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's similar <laughs> in tone and sound, but it's not it's not even note for note with the uh, with no. the thing that you based it off of. True, true. It has and enough plus of it's, its mad own TV. It's, Huh? It's been canceled for like fifteen years. I think you're safe. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> I, think, I think you're safe. Listener correspondence. correspondence. Do you play that every time I say listener correspondence? Listener correspondence. I can. That's three now. (laughs) 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 All right. Listener correspondence. Listener correspondence. That's four. Nice. 
Uh, Wilson Brewingham. We haven't heard from him a lot this year. Wilson, it's good to uh, hear from you again, man. Season two, Wilson was all over it. Yeah, we're in a word. Speaking of which, well, he he just kind of sent like a uh, uh, like a GIF uh, animation of Chuck looking like he's about ready to have a heart attack with the heading of uh, that simply states interesting. So I think what Wilson's getting at is that um, he thinks Chuck is going to have a heart attack in this episode. Huh? Huh. Which he may. Maybe. I called I mean, that way long time ago. I'm sticking you, with it too. You said Chuck was gonna kill himself. I he'd be dead. Kill himself via heart attack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he stop. He'll he'll get worked up and stop his own heart. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah. gotcha. Wouldn't that be awesome if him and Hector both had a heart attack in the same episode? <laughs> and then Kim dies from her injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody's just gone. Yeah. All right, show's yeah. over. Here comes Breaking Bad. Clean the slate. <laughs> Most depressing episode of Better Call Saul. Ever. And then for some reason, they decided to just kill off Mike and then not explain how he comes back alive for Breaking Bad. <laughs> I called that one, it'd, too, uh, around PWAP 1 or 2. It'd be, yeah. like the, uh, it'd be like the new Roseanne series that picks back up, even though Dan Connor died at the <laughs> end of Roseanne. Yeah. Did they? I, didn't even know they back. I remember they switched Beckys. Yeah, no. Yeah, he had a heart attack or something, if I remember correctly. Right, and then she won the lottery or some shit, but then yeah. they're do- she's doing like... So it just like goes to like show like that eight- rich people can bring people back from the dead mm-hmm. if you have the yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know well, how I'd like to see that yeah. handled? I'd like to see that handled where they're just kind of watching TV and then one of the character, you know, and then like one of the characters walks in and they're like, oh, didn't that guy die like five seasons ago? And then Roseanne's just like... Uh, who cares? It's TV. And then Dan Connor <laughs> walks in. Like that'd be like the greatest way to handle it. Kind of like when what Family Guy killed off Brian and he was just back the next episode, or South Park had the parents split up, but they were just back together the next episode. No explanations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I can't take full credit for that. I think somebody put that idea in my head, but I can't remember who. So I'm just gonna go with it as if it's mine. But okay. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Wilson Bruinham. Good to see you again, bud. I, I think he even won a T-shirt last year. So. Uh, Good to see you again, man. Yeah. Uh, Seth Tillman uh, says that the big event of episode 3010 is Hank. IMDB lists a mysterious DEA agent tied, uh, named Tom Thumb. Yes, it's because it's Steven. It's Gomez. <laughs> oh, yeah. His partner. Well, I was thinking it'd be Tom Didn't- Thumb is kind of funny because uh, the guy who plays... Because Hank seems short and kind of bald, so he kind of looks like a thumb. What's Hank? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to. So. The way the way they're introduced in Breaking Bad, they, they have to bring Hank into the show. They clearly right. have a rapport. Really, at this point, the way that everything is progressing, you could pick any any character that was in Breaking Bad for more than two episodes. Mm-hmm. It's probably almost guaranteed to appear in Better Call Saul at this point. In some facet. Except for Jesse. Right. Yeah. Well, Jesse's right. in like okay. sixth grade when this is going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Patrick Donovan says uh, that he's just spitballing, but he's going to bet that in the episode Lantern, Kim takes time off. So I think what he's saying, because she got into a car wreck, um, that um, she's going to like kind of remove herself from every take a sabbatical. Yeah, well, on a side Maybe note, some- anytime I've ever smashed my face and broken my arm, I've missed work the next day, too. <laughs> yeah, a handful of times. Um, and no, I actually, think at he's TA, be I didn't. Correct. I smashed my face and hurt my arm, and I had to go to work at TA the next day, so Kim's a bitch. <laughs> oh, well, 
Uh, I think that he's right uh, because the official summary of episode 310 Lantern on IMDb, the first line is Kim resolves to take some time off work. (laughs) So... Way to read. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure he's spitballing in the right direction. Okay, oh, so this leads Patrick to Patrick Donovan, you crafty son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, this leads to my theory that Jimmy's going to push for the uh, he's going to push for the settlement to go through harder so he can help cover Kim's expenses because she's not going to be able to earn income for a while. All right, all right, nice. I mean, what else? What else can he do? Right? Like that's like. First off, the way he handled Irene, poor Irene. Poor Irene. Uh, yeah. Nice, nice little lady. Her whole life was power walking and, or mall walking and bingo, and Jimmy took that away from her. And now she's bingoing solo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mall walking by John, herself. Yep. John Miller is the one that originally pointed out to us, or pointed out to me the IMDB clues that there's a, um, that the small parts in the episode are listed as hospital technician, a DEA agent, and a young Chuck. So it'll be fun to see young Chuck. But not a young Jimmy? There is no young Jimmy yeah. uh, listed here. There's no yeah, young anything young else? Young Chuck. So it's a, a solo flashback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm going to Del- guess it's probably a flashback that's going to be similar to uh, the beginning of Batman Begins. When he falls down the well and mm-hmm. uh, discovers electricity. Uh, and it stays with him the he whole time in, after he, he loses his brother. He, he falls yeah, into a Tesla it, coil is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was just kind of hoping he fell down a well. <laughs> like, like, for some reason, they just throw that in out of nowhere. Chuck, at some point, Chuck... But they should never address how that affects his future or why that happened to begin with. It should just be young Chuck falls into a well and then title, and then we're back to Jimmy McGill. And that, it, was just, all it, it was just something to take up the first 25 minutes of the show. Uh, right. They needed to fill an hour, and then they kill everybody at the end, uh, we, which we already discussed. <laughs> right, so. right. And, and they kill everybody in the style of the mist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Jason Double just says, good. <laughs> I'm not really sure what he was referencing. <laughs> uh, I believe that was in reference to the fact that no one gets to see it beforehand. Oh, yeah, yeah, that probably makes sense. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, I was surprised by that because I was waiting for it and waiting for it, so yeah. I, I reached out to the AMC rep, and um, yeah, nobody nobody gets the finale, so something must... So Hank is probably, I would say, probably the big reveal, and then I'd like to think something even more major happens, right? Like a huge, huge turning point if they're trying to, yeah, Kim for dies. all intents and purposes, have like a media blackout. Kim dies. Chuck dies. Tell you, man. Chuck dies. Chuck dies. Jimmy dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jimmy, yep. Uh, Mike Every- and Jimmy have a shootout in the middle of the desert. There you go. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. I'm pretty sure. And uh, anyway. lastly, uh, go to our Twitter because our listener, uh, Aaron Taylor, uh, shared a link for an Acura commercial that has uh, the Kettleman's returning in it. Uh oh. Are they credited? Yeah. They're not no. credited this week, though. They're not in the show. They're just in an Acura commercial, which is kind of oh. hilarious. Oh, I thought you meant like it was huh. a clip from the show. So that's no, hilarious. No. There's still a fan base going strong. Team Kettleman. Yeah, Joe. yeah. Way cool. I'm on Team Kettleman. Let's Wait, go there's ahead another and comment. There was something about um, Chuck inadvertently helps Jimmy because uh, he, Howard needs to settle to pay Chuck off. Yeah, I saw that one too. Um, I forget who that was. Uh, oh, 
Okay. See if I can awesome. find it. Yeah, I'm looking for it. Awesome. And then while you guys look for that, Aaron Taylor also says, I predict that Jimmy and Francesca have a drunken one-night stand leading to the flirtatious relationship seen on Breaking Bad. And uh, Aaron, that w- really wouldn't surprise me because when in the last episode when they started doing shots, it seemed like for a split second there that that's almost what they were setting up. Yeah. Like as soon as he offered her shots and such, and it was like, you know, just like filmed in that awkward tone. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh man, th- this is where they're going to have, like, they're going to hook up. And then, oh, so he's going to hook up with Francesca while Kim's out needing his assistance and he can't go pick her up because he's been drinking. Oh. <laughs> and, and then he's in need of some assistance. Yeah. Boing, 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 boing. <laughs> um, that was a uh, Mall of America. Mall of America made the uh, Chuck accidentally helping Jimmy. Yes. Prediction. Oh, nice. Which nice. means Jimmy wins okay. too. Also, uh, Lisa Krause says Nacho broke the AC so that it wouldn't be noticeable that he was sweaty <laughs> and nervous. Duh. And then a couple of responses mm. were, no, he broke the AC so Hector would take his coat off. Mm. <laughs> I wish we would have. Interesting. I wish we would have thought of that. I know. Well, I, I, I did b- like the sweaty and nervous one. That's actually a legitimate uh, another reason why. Mm-hmm. But no, he, he uh, I think he broke it to take. Hector would take his coat off? I think that's the real reason. Well, well, I kind of thought, well, like, as I was watching it, I thought it was to mask his nervousness because he'd yeah. be sweating and kind of amped up mm-hmm. and such. Um, but one thing nobody's really touched on is that Nacho probably broke the air conditioner so that Hector would take his coat off. Oh, yeah. Huh. I mean, what, what do you think, I, Jeff? Do you think that's an accurate oh, assessment? Yeah, he was doing all that practicing with the coat and stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't believe nobody's mentioned that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Well, get that out of here, people. Yep. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Okay, we can go through. Let's go through the uh, description. Here we go. Kim resolves to take some time off from work while Jimmy does his best to make amends. Who is Jimmy going to make amends to? To Kim, because he can't help her out because he's been drinking. I just said that. You think? Yeah, but I mean, like beyond that, though. Like, if Hours. I think like making amends, that's not like apologizing well, to one person, right? Uh, like amends. I was thinking it might be Chuck because he was kind of apologetic about, you know, if I had to do it over again, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have, or I'd do things differently. Something mm-hmm. like that in the preview. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's going to go apologize to Chuck. Chuck's going to be overwhelmed and have a heart attack and die or kill himself right in front of Jimmy. <laughs> no, I think, I don't think Jimmy's going to do that. I think he's, he's still on fuck Chuck mode. So okay, the interaction so with Dave. Howard when he's like, is this about Chuck? He's like, who? And he's move on, you know? Yeah, but uh, what was what was the thing uh, Mall of America said where they might inadvertently help each other? Might it, it might just become one of those like uh, relationships of convenience, the, and yeah, then the, they just kind the of come to terms my with enemy everything. Enemy is my friend, even though that enemy is also my frenemy, and frenemies and enemies. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. See, you get it. Mm-hmm. You're getting it. Yeah. 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 Right on. So now they're the both against parallelogram. Howard. So instead of Howard trying to appease both McGills, now both McGills are against Howard. Now Howard's kind of on an island by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Solid. Uh, Nacho takes a major gamble with his future. I think that's more to do with the pills, right? Uh, well, I also the fact that he's brought in Hector now to work at his dad's shop. You know, and they're going to base operations. Oh, out he, there he too. ain't. Well, he ain't bringing Hector in, buddy. <laughs> Hector's forcing his way in. Well, mm-hmm. right. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. But that he let his dad uh, do it. He actually or... drove him to the shop. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but Nacho set himself up as like the 
look, the, okay. the like project manager, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like he's trying to yeah. insulate his dad as much as possible. Well, serious question. Now, do you think that he told his dad to let it happen because he wanted to avoid any reper- repercussions from Hector or because he wants to keep his enemy closer? No, I think he told his dad because <laughs> Hector's coming in to take over his dad's shop. Well, he but, was pinned into a corner, so he was giving his dad's a heads up. Oh, just also right. So that way, his another... dad wouldn't try to do something and get shot. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I was also thinking another option that, like, you know, if he's trying, if if he has to be around Hector kind of all the time now, like he's kind of committed to be at his hip at all times because you never know when he's going to get sick and when mm-hmm. you know he's going to have to replace the pill bottles because he's going to have to do that immediately when Hector gets incapacitated, mm-hmm. right? So why not right. let him ha- be around the shop and uh, it's, you know, that we, you bring him to you. Maybe, maybe oh. he's going to take a major gamble by, you know, it's a, it's a factory and they're doing all their uh, fabric fashionings and such. Maybe he's going to break the air conditioner at the factory uh, <laughs> where they do the upholstery. To stress mm. out Hector. Yeah, why would he... Right. Right. I wonder if that would result in Hector taking his coat off. <laughs> Good, maybe. Which would no make sense. Knows. Which would make sense because remember, a couple episodes ago, he was practicing throwing the pill bottle into the pocket. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that'll come full. See, I hate it when they give like uh, ambiguous loose ends like that, and then we just have to theorize of how it's going to go down. <laughs> it's like shit. Just get to the point and show it already. Yeah, right. Slow burn. Slow burn. <laughs> All right. Last one. Uh, Hamlin applies pressure on Chuck to finally make a decision. Well, he has him in a crippler cross face for a while, and he's not responding, so he starts to tighten it up. More pressure. Mm-hmm. That's a bad joke. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Swing yes, and a miss. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Which is now going to be my favorite punchline to every joke I make. Like, it's just a setup, 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 lame punchline. That's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> you're not laughing. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, say make, it again. Who applies decision? the pressure? Hamlin applies pressure on Chuck to finally make a decision. But what the hell is the what? What is the pressure? I thought Chuck already right? made a decision. He's freaking suing. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, what? Make a decision on what? Like, whether he wants to be fired or continue to sue. Like, it seems like he already made the made the choice. But obviously, there's some sort of decision to be made in this episode. I guess. I mean, maybe there's just a bunch of bluff calling going on or something. I don't know. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would yeah, Chuck it's got it has to do some. I I'm leaning toward the uh, the Mall of America uh, mutual assurance thing mm-hmm. that you know he's gonna kind of force Howard's hand to take that settlement uh, because he wants to bought out, and then you know then their insurance rates don't go up, so it's a win for Howard. Uh, they get some money in, so that's a win for Howard, and which also mm-hmm. turns out to be a win for Jimmy, and then it turns out to be a win for Chuck because he just got eight million dollars. Mm. All right, and then Chuck uh, flabbergasted that he just got eight million dollars, has a heart attack, and dies. <laughs> I think Chuck's seen eight million dollars before, but I think what'll bring on the um, the heart attack is if uh, <laughs> Howard goes up to the roof and he breaks the air conditioner. <laughs> So that Chuck's heart will shut off. Well, Chuck's oh. not running the AC as it is because he's allergic to the electromagnetic fields, right? Well, you he know turned what? it back on to show that he was – so maybe that's where it goes. He turns it back on to show that he's getting better uh, mm-hmm. for that. He gets used to the cold really quick, and then Howard goes and breaks it with a hammer or something. Right. And uh, then Chuck has to take off his cardigan mm-hmm. that he wears 
Right. And then some. And then Nacho's going to come in and throw a pill bottle in it. Oh, I just had a mental vision right. of Chuck taking off his cardigan and then immediately smashing what? his face into a steering wheel. What? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my my only complaint about um, this uh, this season so far is that it's obviously so predictable. Yes, because <laughs> we're so yeah. accurate. Even when even after we watch it, we still can't even tell you what just happened. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, I'm looking. I'm actually looking really forward to the finale. Um, it's got to be nuts. I, I, maybe I, I think I'm going to overhype myself to it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so interesting that um, that uh, we didn't get the we didn't get the screener because they gave it to us last year, like two weeks in advance. Didn't we get the last two at the same time? Something like that. Yeah, we had plenty of time to because uh, we even yeah. had a guest, uh, a guest friend of ours, you know. Uh, did the the wrap up with us and it was well in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so whatever uh, whatever it is, it's either uh, super important to the story or a big big shocker. So I'm I'm pretty interested to see it. So it, it's going to be uh, obviously next week. We are not going to have our uh, episode or discussion about it as the credits roll. But no. um, you know maybe maybe we'll figure out um what I'm well, thinking uh, so. It- there's a possibility, I don't know if I should put it on record, if you and I can get together, we can record mm-hmm. something straight to print. I won't edit it, and we can just throw it up right away. Gotcha. Okay. And like, then we'll do a more in-depth. Yeah, we'll do like a riff tracks to it, you know, record ourselves okay. while gotcha. we're watching it. Okay. And that'll hold everybody over until we actually get time to do our wrap-up episode. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's do that, and then we'll we'll convene with Jeff uh, a few days after it airs, so Jeff can has his his notes, and then uh, we can uh, rewatch it and take notes and do a proper episode. Season then the week after up. that, yeah, uh, <laughs> season well, three wrap up, wrap 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 up. Well, for three ten, and then the next week we'll do a wrap up, and then that'll probably uh, cut down. Uh, that'll be the end of the season, third season of It's All Good Man. Um, but of course, we'll pepper in interviews. Yeah. With uh, the staff and writers and people who are instrumental in the making of Better Call Saul, so uh, look out for that. And uh, to be honest, I'm pretty excited to uh, get um, you know Rick and Morty, uh, us Among Us, in full swing with Jeff. And uh, yeah. I have a list. I've been keeping a list. I've been super busy lately. Uh, by the way, I've also got a new job, so it's like weird how much my life has changed in the past couple months. Um, like, but I have a list. I've been keeping a list of, of folks that um, have told me to either contact them uh, while they're doing press for something, or people I've wanted to talk to, but I haven't had the time to reach out and play the whole game of going back and forth through different intermediaries. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to getting back into nothing important as well and uh, talking to some, um, you know, interesting ass pe- people. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, it, it gets hectic. Uh, for us when we when we do it's all good man every year right yeah. Dave like it's weird because at times it's almost like it, it's just like hard to keep the schedule between our normal lives and Dave's gotten exponentially busier yeah. as well with his own business you know and it's uh so it, it'll be good it'll be a little bit of a relief because uh it's all good man by itself is two shows that we have to do every week right I was gonna, and read. I was going to add when you talked about things to do in the off season. Asterisk clears throat. Asterisk Jonathan Banks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yep. Which, by the way, I can't guarantee anything, but I I've been talking to people. I, uh, John uh, Jonathan Banks has has been one of our major targets to get on for an interview for a while, mm-hmm. and um, 
Uh, first off, he doesn't. He, it's funny because he doesn't have Twitter, <laughs> so it always <laughs> cracks me up. Uh, and uh, I saw a tweet by Ray Seahorn that he said that never in his life would it ever happen that he would get Twitter. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, but um, you know, I think he's just kind of he's just kind of old school, and uh, he, he's probably more of a firm believer in um, traditional media. You yeah, know well, what I mean? The septuagenarian demographic isn't really Twitter's main focus these days, right? Or even just like podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, also uh, true. But but. Uh, so you're saying sure. that we're going to have to go to California or New Mexico and actually have a sit-down interview with him? I would do that. I could make it to New Mexico on a, ro- a one-day road trip. Absolutely. Give me two. We should set that up over a weekend. How fucking funny would that be? <laughs> just go <laughs> down did, to Albuquerque. I'm not going back. We can go hunt for my guitar in Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, speaking of which, uh, make sure to check out the podcast, City on the Edge. Uh, the nice people from there actually called me up a couple weeks ago. And while I was at work, I actually did an interview for their podcast about my thoughts on the city, you know, through the lens of Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. (laughs) Pretty cool. Very nice people. And um, I I got some thoughts about Albuquerque. (laughs) (laughs) They were mentioned. I mentioned I mentioned how your guitar was stolen (laughs) in uh, in Albuquerque. Uh, And he did say that if we ever came down here, uh, uh, down there, he'd chat with us again. So. And Hilarious. Ann Lerner also said she'd buy us lunch if we made it down there. Sweet. That's right. From her so we should super just set a, hectic, we crazy just set job a, that sounds like it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so we, should, we should totally set a weekend trip uh, sometime this summer and drive there. And uh, and uh, we'll just uh, podcast and record the whole time and uh, and try to do a bunch of fun stuff. It'll and be hilarious. Let's see if we can get kicked out of the state. <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> add it to the list. Yep. Add it to the list. All right. Well. Anyway. Uh, online people, listeners, all of you who have been following us over the the past, uh, I guess, three seasons now, and specifically this season and such. Thank you so much. We're going into uh, the season finale just as blind as you are. So it's going to be a little bit different for us because usually Dave and I have to be quiet or talks amongst ourselves because we know what's going to happen or even feign like we don't know what happened, even though we watched it like two days ago. Right. So, (laughs) so you will, we, this week we are not fast enough to be live, uh, but we will be talking to you shortly and we'll have something shortly up afterwards. So make sure to look out for that. Please make sure to check out the Nothing Important Podcast at nothingimportantpodcast.com. We're going to have new episodes soon. And uh, the last one we did was um, Patricia Somerset, who played Princess Zelda in uh, The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, an amazingly awesome game. We've also talked to, uh, man, I don't know, Rick Astley, Mike Rowe, um, you know, a bunch bunch of crazy people over the past few years. So make sure to check that out. Make sure to check out A Plung and Miss Among Us. And, of course, make sure to check out the TV Time app. We have a partnership with them. Uh, where you can uh, communicate and engage other people in uh, that are fans of whatever TV show you're watching, not just Better Call Saul or Rick and Morty. It's literally find a freaking TV show on there like Elf, and like there's a community for Elf, even though there's like ten people, but still it's it's hilarious that it's on there. So make sure to check out that app. And I guess with that, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you. <laughs> you almost threw it to me. You were gonna throw it to me, weren't you? <laughs> like we do on yes it's all good man yep <clears throat> yeah all right we'll talk call us soon. idiots call us genius whatever just call us it's all good man <laughs> it's all good man